Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had taken his bodybuilding as far as he could. After winning a record seventh Mr. Olympia title, he retired. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. As a child, her ambition was to become a dancer. As good fortune would have it, she became a princess instead. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. This <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press a button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. It's love and time. Okay, okay, here we go. A lot of interesting things on the uh, state ballot, president race, of course, and all of that. And then this, Washington Initiative 502. Who better to sing about it than this great artist, Ian Whitcomb. This should make any kid feel like, you know what, I can be a singer too. All right. Well, here we go. How you doing, Lisa, by the way? I'm doing well. Tomorrow's the big big day, big election day. Are you going to go to a polling place tomorrow or you yes. do you vote absentee? No, I'll go in. You will. I will go in. So you'll like that idea of going in and Yeah, getting I do. a donut and yeah, I do. And, yeah. the, and the very sweet senior people that are all... Should, yep. they, should they really be the ones sort of being the sheriffs of the polling place, by the way? I, I mean, are they... Mean? Aren't they there? Well, they're there to, you know, sign you in and... and uh, are you afraid they might get roughed up by people? Is no, that I'm just mean? afraid that maybe they're not quite sharp enough to make you know to say hey hey that guy went in four times you know i mean isn't that part of their job to sort of you know monitor the traffic and well i think uh, that these people have been around for a while they know how the voting process works and all of that i I just i just i'm not trying to pick on old people i mean i have the same question when i'm in a in a plane and i'm sitting in the emergency exit and there's some, you know, old lady sitting there. Is she strong I, enough I wanna, to carry me off yeah, the plane? I want to say I don't think she should be sitting here. Well, usually, uh, I mean, not not usually, but they will ask that question. I know they will ask the question, but nobody's going to go. Gosh, you know, now that I think about it, I'd like to give up this extra leg room and go sit somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. No. I don't know about but that. But anyway, all right. So yeah, I'm going to go into the polling place. All right. Tomorrow, so, what are you going to do? Um, I think I generally we do it. Uh, for me, I don't see, and I never have understood why people in some some states and and, and places, you can vote um, a month, yeah, six weeks out, right ahead. And time. I just don't know why you'd want to do that, especially if you are, uh, even if you're decided. I mean, things can happen up until election day that could change your thinking, and really? then and then you've already put your ballot in. What would could possibly change your thinking? Well. Um, I will use this example. There, um, I'm going to have to think for a sec. The uh, Snohomish County Executive, Aaron Reardon, last election. He was uh, running for re-election, and then days before the election, a story came out suggesting that he may have misused some funds, uh, possibly also involving a mistress, uh, alleged, and while he was later not necessarily deemed innocent, it was determined that there wasn't enough evidence uh, to move forward with formal charges. Still, it would have been nice to know about this as you went to vote. Maybe they should let you change your mind up to Super Tuesday, don't you think? Well, I, theoretically, that would be a nice idea. But uh, think of the think of how involved and complicated the paperwork already is I on know. that stuff. So, I, which do you even think it's as accurate as you would hope it would? It is. Mm, I would hope. I would hope so. Well, I know we all hope so, but 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I who, just, who knows? I you know, know. That, that you're talking about millions a, of ballots. And this they're is going to be mistakes. This is going to be a crazy year, and this is not going to be a landslide. I don't think really in anything. And I really hope the people who are my, this is my concern. I just hope the people who are doing the work and counting things and and refereeing things and and making sure. I just hope they're on the ball this year. Please be on the ball this year. Well, I think I think they generally are i mean it, it, oh my gosh what do you mean the whole hanging chad thing that happened well that happened uh that, i understand that but that 12 was, years ago come but, on let but, it go <laughs> no there's there's just those types of things don't doesn't that bother you that that could well, even sure, but happen then, but they ironed it out didn't they it hasn't happened since well i understand but there's new problems and and you know you, you get into the whole voter id situation and there's people who are very upset about having to show identification for voting and and i I don't know really why that's a bad thing. You have to show. No, I don't think it's you have a bad to show thing. ID to buy a beer. Why shouldn't you have to show ID to vote? Yeah, well, you don't. Uh, you don't. You, you don't have to be a driver though. You could. Uh, well, you ID can have is an ID card exactly. of some kind. Does your Costco card to qualify you to vote? Does it have your picture on yes, it? Yes, it does. Then I think it should. Unfortunately, my picture looks like I've been sleeping under a truck for a week. <laughs> but uh, I'm actually very happy with that picture. But you, you kind of are around an area that I that I well first of all let's talk about this initiative okay. 502 and then we'll yes. back up because I want to talk about who gets to vote and why all right now this 502 thing and everybody is smarter than me about this already I hope but it's basically caught a lot of uh, attention because it's a marijuana reform initiative a an initiative to the Washington State Legislature and um, it advanced to this general ballot uh, which will become official tomorrow uh, after the legislature adjourned without any action on this thing in April. So because they didn't do anything about it, it got to go on to the ballot because they mm -hmm. had the required 241,153 signatures, and I don't know how they came up with that number. Mm -hmm. That is what you need, though, to send it to the legislature. So the deal is, as I understand it, if it's passed, it would it would distinguish marijuana from other parts of the cannabis plant that marijuana comes from. And it would therefore legalize small amounts of marijuana-related products for most adults. Reg it would tax marijuana, just like we're taxing booze. Right. And it would designate the revenue, ironically enough, for health care, substance abuse prevention, and education. And some people find that kind of funny. You're going to legalize a drug so we can take the profits from that and put the revenue towards substance abuse prevention and education. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. By the way, this little ditty you hear in the background is by a guy named Mark Mothersbaugh. It's called Quit Playing Games with God or the Grass Theme. That's sweeping our nation. We need to legalize pot. So this is completely different than, than the medical marijuana that, that yes. uh, boy, California is really struggling with. Their, they say they have more medical marijuana shops down there in California than Starbucks uh, stores down there. Is that there. right? Yeah. yeah. So this isn't about medical marijuana. This is actually legalizing it. So you or I could Legalizing just, what they call mm. small amounts. Now, I don't know if it is defined. Is that it, like a truck full? I don't know. It's probably defined in this, in this initiative someplace, but I haven't seen it, and I, I'm not going to go look for it now. Okay. But, so let's talk about that for a minute, because mm -hmm. you um, you are in favor of this. Will you, will you vote yes or no? I will vote yes, so, I, which is which is which you might consider interesting because I I'm not a marijuana smoker myself. Mm -hmm. I will tell you this: I've had exactly two marijuana cigarettes in my entire life. <laughs> One time at a party in college. <laughs> And the other time... Did and this, you inhale, though? I, I tried to. I said, if I'm going to have this, I want to see what it does. And they aren't called marijuana cigarettes Why? either, you old you Well, old reefers, or call them what you want. <laughs> you old fogey. Call them a roach or whatever. But you know what I'm talking Technically... Oh, it's not a. It's not a. You're such a well, what would you call it? It's a joint. That's oh, all well, it is. Um, yeah. Hey, what's that noise? I don't know. Is the fire alarm going off? Seriously, yes. is the fire alarm going yes. off? Yes, yes. You what know what that do? means? The good news is Dinner that time. means my wife's making something downstairs. Awesome. <laughs> you keep talking uh, right. something. I'm going to, well, let's play a little song. Another, let's uh, play a song and then we'll come let's back. Let's play another marijuana cigarette song Perfect. right here. Here we go.
it straight out there legalize it that's from 1976 of course there was a time when uh, marijuana cigarettes they're not called some people mar- call them oh. <laughs> as the hip people apparently call it them. looks like a cigarette it, it has the same shape as a cigarette it's a cigarette what's wrong with that well it's just you sound like you aren't very hip about and not, not that I'm not, I mean I'm not very hip and I'll tell you like I started to tell you yeah, before that fire alarm went off, by the way, and it turns out it was the neighborhood kids out there smoking marijuana, and that set that thing off. <laughs> right. No, we're we're doing a little cooking down there. We have one of those, we have one of those smoke alarms that if you so much as even breathe heavy near it, it'll set it off. You know, which I guess is good, but it can happen at the most inopportune times. But Patty is cooking, so that's good. Yeah. Okay. So. Right, so- but so, I'm just uh, saying, and I don't mean to get on this, but you're, there's so many other words for marijuana that would make you just look a little less old. Well, I don't care. I, I don't you're care like, because, a cigarette, because I don't care. You can call them reefers. You can call them grass, joints, grass, Mary Jane, Mary Jane all that stuff. <clears throat> but, the, but my point is that I have tried it twice, and, and? It, did, it didn't uh, do anything for me. Uh, but if there are people that enjoy it recreationally, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. I smoked it, as I said, at a party one time, nothing. And then and then the other time I had a, a marijuana joint cigarette <laughs> reefer was when I found one in a Gideon Bible really? at a motel. Really? Yeah. And I knew by its shape and smell what it was. A marijuana cigarette. Yes, and and if you can believe it, I don't, I didn't vet it or uh, you know know for sure what it was, but I eh, I think I'll smoke this. <laughs> That's always the safe thing to do when you find something like that. I Just know. smoke it. How stupid was that? It that was dumb. Could have had anything. Yeah, it could have been poisoned yeah. or. Yeah, it could have been a candy cigarette. Could've I didn't been, know. Yeah. So and that didn't do anything for no, you either. No, it did nothing, and therefore I summarily declared that this stuff doesn't work, at least for me. Well, let so, me ask you this, yeah. and you don't have to tell me, but if it had done something for you, where do you think you'd be today? Because you, you've, you obviously didn't see any benefits, so you didn't pursue what do you, it as. What do you a, mean? A where rec- would I be today? What does that mean? Well, I'm saying, had you said you, you oh, I see what you're saying. I would have been on a gateway to crime. That's no, what, you're what I'm saying is. Had had it done something for you, would you be? Would your your count be higher than two? Is what I'm saying. Um, I suppose, but I'm um, I I I, I don't think I would go to great measures to yeah. acquire it because I it it was it is illegal. Yes. Uh, but that's what this initiative, of course, is all about. Right. But I never thought. I just never thought it was that big a deal. I mean, it used to be legal back in the early, early of the last century, 1920s or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, Louis Armstrong, I think, did a song back. Yeah, I think in it was the very big 20s. in the jazz. Mm. Yeah, and Cat right. Calloway did a song called Reefer Man. Man, what's the matter with that cat there? Must be full of reefer. Full of reefer? Yeah, man. You mean that cat's high? Sailing. Sailing. Sailing lightly. Get away from here. Man, is that the reefer man? That's the reefer man. I believe he's losing his mind. I think he's lost his mind. Oh, have you ever met that funny reefer man? Reefer man! Have you ever met that funny reefer man? Reefer man! If he says he swam to China, and he sell you South Carolina, then you know you're talking to that reefer man. Reefer man! And have you ever seen that old film called Reefer Madness? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, that's classic. These high school boys and girls are having a hop at the local soda fountain. Innocently, they dance. Innocent of a new and deadly menace lurking behind closed doors. Marijuana, 
the burning weed with its roots in hell. It wasn't. It, it's really designed to scare you. In this film, you will see the ease with which this vicious plant can be grown in your neighbor's yard, rolled into harmless-looking cigarettes, hidden in an innocent shoe or watch case. If you want a good smoke, try one of these. You will meet Bill, who once took pride in his strong will as he takes the first step toward enslavement. Yes, right. It's a scary It's a propaganda, spray, government propaganda. Which greatly exaggerates the effect of marijuana. Terrifically exaggerated. And, uh, and they don't even have most of the facts correct right, on it. Right, right. And in the, <clears throat> acted horribly. It, it's really a must-see if you ever have a chance uh, to, to, to hear and see the whole thing. Yeah, very fun. At a terrible price. Debauchery. Violence. Murder. Suicide. And the ultimate end of the marijuana addict. Hopeless insanity. But, uh, you know, I think you could effectively make the case if you're a parent, for example, or a teacher or a counselor, say, you know what? Uh, it, this stuff, it re you don't really, shouldn't really have this stuff, kids. You shouldn't have alcohol either. You shouldn't... Uh, you shouldn't... Uh, Cigarettes, those are illegal. Jump off of a high bridge onto oncoming traffic. You shouldn't do a lot of things. Uh, but mm -hmm. um, if, if alcohol is legal, then it seems to me the, the relatively innocuous yeah. product, marijuana, uh, there's no justification for it not being legal. The far worse drug, which is alcohol... Absolutely. ...is... Um, is 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 legal right. ever since uh, the it was over prohibition overturned prohibition yeah, so, very 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 I, I agree some, with you on that now some people my, that would be like my mom's argument that I would make to her all the time what what is what's with this D you got on your report card well Tim got a D too <laughs> I and mean, there is something to that I argument know. well just because we have alcohol now we got to get one more thing that probably isn't really good for you but I don't have a problem with well but whether it's legal or or legal or not is not is not a the, how am I going to say this? Is not how you should base your decision on whether you use it, right? Well, I think it certainly should be part of what you consider. Well, no, don't you think it's whether it's good for you or bad for you really the issue? Don't well, you think? or or more more to your point, perhaps is it really good? <laughs> well, unlike you, I've had some really good ones. Did you ever record yourself afterwards? I mean, have you ever heard that how you talk? No. How's it going, man? There's that stereotype of, hey, man, how's it going, man? Now, class, you all know who I am, so let's find out who you are. Far out, man. Thank you. But but in your experience, do, <laughs> I don't know do, do I regular marijuana seen. users, and I'm not saying you are No, one, I am not. Do they I'm, talk like that? I, I don't hang Is around that? those people, oh, okay. to be honest with you. Um, I, um, gosh, I, don't, I shouldn't even tell this story, but I'm not going to name any names. But um, some girlfriends of mine who you'll never be able to trace oh, through her. this podcast. I know the one you mean. I know the one you mean. No, this oh, was yeah. a whole group of girlfriends. Oh, yeah. I know them all. There yeah. were six As of us. As do the police. There were six of us. And it was, I don't know, it was like five or six years ago. We just decided to have ourselves a good old-fashioned pot party. We just thought, let's have an old-fashioned pot party. Are they old-fashioned? Well, just, you know, the old-fashioned pot parties you'd have back in the city. Is it just you girls it's just now? The girls. Or did anybody... No, Where did you the, get it, man? That's, that was the dilemma. We None of us were, we had no idea how to even connect or begin that conversation to even find any. Right. Um, so it took so some this, doing. and. Uh, so this initiative at least will take it from the sneaking around sort of thing. Sure. To make at least small amounts of it legal for most adults. And I don't know what the word most adults means here either. Uh, oh are, yeah, uh, well, maybe probably people without convictions, I imagine, or, oh, yeah, or I guess police right. record. Or... And then we'll tax these things because right now there's no taxes. We might as well be making some money. All the state is telling us all the time is how we're out of money. We don't have any money. Well, let's 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 legalize this stuff and maybe get some money out of that product. Yeah. And then, uh, as we said before, then the re revenue goes to health care and stuff like that. So it will still be classified as a Schedule One 
controlled substance under federal law and would be subject to federal prosecution. And so this is where the wicket gets sticky because it might be legal, it might be okay for the state of Washington to say, yeah, we legalize sure. it. But the federal government says, no, it isn't legal. And, and we're gonna, we are going to arrest people who, are, who have it. So even after this thing passes, if it does, I kind of think it is. I don't know that. I, I, I think it's going to pass too. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think it's all over yet. It won't be a fait accompli. Oh, no. Comp- no, it right? won't. You're yeah, right. So, anyway, interesting. So, you'll stuff. just have to wait wait on those little marijuana cigarettes until every, the dust clears. Yep. Don't call it that anymore, okay? What? Marijuana cigarettes. All right. Well, what do you want me to call it? Well, I don't you, know. You give it's me like, your best. There's just, I don't know. You just get this, this, this vision of a very straight laced old guy with pants up around his armpits (laughs) calling him marijuana cigarettes or that wacky tobacco you know those kids are smoking that that. let me write that one that wacky Wacky tobacco like they're being clever the only reason i don't know what to call it is because i don't i just am not a user of it right right but that doesn't mean you have to sound like a dork okay I think there are other ways that you can express yourself or on the, any range of words and issues that merit more criticism. Those than, marijuana than cigarettes. Whether I call it a marijuana cigarette or not. <laughs> and I'm going to keep calling it a marijuana cigarette just to drive you nuts. Oh, once I was happy and had a good wife. I had enough money to last me for life. I met with a gal and we went on a spree. She taught me to smoke and drink whiskey, cigarettes and whiskey and wild wild and Why don't you just be hip and say, "Yeah, you know, um, I'm gonna go smoke a bowl." That's kind of more hip, right there. Okay, well, you know, I just all I wanted out of life is to be hip and to be considered so. Yeah. It's what it's what gets me up every morning. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, so there, there's that deal. Okay. Right. Hey, by the way, we have uh, this particular podcast uh, has some political commercials in it, and uh, we're yes. lucky to score these. So here's one of them. Franklin W. Dixon wants to be your next state representative, and he's here to tell you why. Mr. Dixon. Huh? You're here to tell people why you want to be a state representative. I am. Yes. Okay. Mr. Dixon. What? You're paying for this commercial, you know. I am? Yes. I thought this station was going to run this for free. You, know? you mean like one of those public service announcements? Yeah, like that. Yeah. Look, Mr. Dixon. Because it'd sure be a public service to have a guy like me as a state representative, I'll tell and you And you've that. got just ten seconds left to tell voters why, no, Mr. Dixon. Ten seconds isn't very long. Gee. Eight seconds. Okay, okay. Um, Five. Okay, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Uh, Three. Uh, boy. One. I thought of something. Paid Franklin Nuts. W. Dixon for Come representative on. committee. To aid the FBI in its investigation, Weekend Update is undertaking its own analysis of marijuana sent to us anonymously by any viewers who may be worried. Simply place a small sample of the suspected cannabis in an envelope and send it immediately to Chevy Chase, Department 12, 827 West 81st Street, New York City, 10053. I don't want to go uptown, baby. Okay, the other big... uh... Yeah, thing on the ballot today. There's there's others, of course, and, and I heard we're going to elect a president as well. Right. Maybe a new one. Maybe maybe one that has already been elected right. once. Uh, but it's a referendum seventy four, and this approves or rejects the February two thousand twelve bill that would legalize same sex marriage in this state of uh, Washington. And this mm-hmm. and this uh, this referendum's up. I think in three or four other states Mm -hmm. around the country right now, too. So on June 12th, 2012, state officials said they had enough signatures in favor of the referendum, and they submitted it and scheduled it to appear on the ballot, and it is. And if the bill's approved at the referendum, it will take effect uh, in December of this year. Mm -hmm. All right. So Good. Essentially, I say good, Good. too. Good. Yeah. Good. I, I do not understand why we're still having this argument. Why are, what 
is um, why do people oppose this? I do not understand this. Well, more importantly, why do people? Uh, who's who's why do business people say, is it? It's say, not my business. Yeah, exactly. It's nobody's. Well, I business. didn't always agree on it that much, and now it's not as interesting unless we're fighting each other. No, you and I agree. We, I, yeah. we've always I, agreed on this. And I have this. for a long, long. We've time. always felt this way. I just am not quite sure why it has to even be brought to a vote. Um, it just there. There's well, just, it has to be brought to a vote because up till now. It, there is not a recognition of same-sex marriage. I understand, but I, I don't understand why it, it, it hasn't been. Who, who, you know, this just, I don't know. It just. Oh, you know who. I you, know. You know the types of who's I we're know. talking about I know. here. To me, it is just, it's a civil rights issue. It's just exactly. like. It's just like. Uh, exactly. How racism, slavery was okay in this in this exactly. country once. And, and women didn't have the vote and all this that this this should have happened a long time ago and but it needs to happen it now. should have never even been an issue where something needed to happen about it it should have just been built in dang it all right from well, the start so i think you and i are both uh, on board with hoping that that thing passes yes and then absolutely we'll say, and then and then it should become the law of the state beginning in december mm -hmm. unless the federal government decides to get involved again and then yeah boy who knows? okay Here's, a, here's something interesting, and, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot here, because I probably won't know a lot of these myself, except that I have them in front of you. But you were talking a moment ago about who gets to vote in this country, who gets mm -hmm. to be a citizen of this country, and mm -hmm. they have to pass this thing called the naturalization test. People who are not from this country. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And in, what, what is kind of maddening about this, and, and exceedingly unfair, I, I think, is that just by the crazy accident of your birth, in this country, you can be the dumbest stump in the forest. Know nothing. You couldn't. You couldn't even name the president of the United States mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. But you can. You are legally uh, qualified to vote. Yes. Although a person like I just described probably wouldn't bother. But right. But you you can. Whereas if you come from another country to become a U.S. citizen, you have to pass this test. And maybe that's not to then bad. get the right to but, get the right to vote. Right. Yeah. But should, but wouldn't you say? Then everybody yes. should have to. You have everybody, everybody has should to pass a test. Pass a test to drive a car. Yes. And then others would say, "Well, no, wait a minute. This is a basic American freedom. You don't have. You don't have to pass a test to to do this. You are born here. You are a citizen of this United States already. So you're there's because, no test because required. you're automatically in the club means you have the rights that go along with being a club member. You're in Sam's Club. Congratulations. And I agree with you. I don't think that. Um, I don't think you should be uninformed and, and be voting, but people do it all the time. There are these these websites out there that actually will tell you exactly how to vote on everything. If you just well, really there are don't... these cable channels that will tell you exactly yeah, how to vote, Yeah, if you just too. don't feel like really looking into it and, may, and you want to vote and you're like, well, that's what they said to do. I do think you should have to be tested on each referendum and each initiative that's on the ballot to know exactly what, you're, what you are voting on. It doesn't help that a lot of these referendums and, and initiatives are written in language that is so uh, recondite that you can't figure out what they're saying. Should it be... Shall it be legal for yes to be no? Uh, you know, you know <laughs> what I, I know, mean, I how know. they word those, I, I know. Those, those dumb things. Yeah, it's but, difficult to but, sort through, even for the smartest of people. And then I have another question for you. Yes. Um, Fire and, away. And I want to say this delicately, but when you get into areas of, of, of adults who aren't mentally capable of making decisions, and I'm talking about those that might have, um, you know, mental um yeah. restrictions that are, are they still allowed to vote too? And, and I mean, this is what I'm saying. I don't even know how you get to a place where you can, somebody can be qualified to, to vote. I, I guess you just have to leave it open to everybody. Yeah, I, I think don't you know. do. If you are able to, to, you know, check off. And you're of age and, and you could that's the qualification. Sign your name. I don't even know if you have to sign your name. If you can just, if you are physically able to, uh, you know, to submit a, a ballot, whether it be in person or uh, through the mail or whatever, I, I, unless we, we, you might, we might even Google that while we're here right, right. now. Why don't you do that? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, and I know you've done this before. Everybody should. It's a good exercise, and it's not made to embarrass anybody. But the, the kinds of tests that people have to take to become a citizen, to become naturalized, if you will, like a natural man. Easy. There, there's a lot of uh, uh, poli sci in here. There's a, it's a civics and things like that. Yeah. Uh, for example, uh, who signs bills to become laws? 
And then they're multiple choice. Mm-hmm. Who signs bills that become laws? Secretary of State, Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, the Vice President, the President. Who signs the bills? The mm-hmm. President does. Yeah, well, there you yeah. go. And but they don't they don't get. Uh, oh, I'm supposed to select an answer. Okay, so the President. All right. Doesn't give you the answer. <laughs> well, maybe they don't want you to cheat. Yeah, maybe we better just stop here right now. <laughs> But they will give us the answers uh, at the end of the road. Well, I don't want to go through this whole thing, but the the point is that these tests, uh, there's like 58 questions here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm betting that very few people... I don't think I could probably answer half of them. Yeah, but but you have to know them all Mm -hmm. if you want to be... A natural man. A naturalized uh, citizen. Yeah, it just seems it's... I, I mean, you could also say, you know what? It should be hard to get into this country. It, it's just a privilege to be an American and all of that. It mm-hmm. shouldn't be simple. But it, it just, it just, it, it's a classic uh, head scratcher uh, because you want to protect rights of people that were born here, mm-hmm. but you don't want to uh, reward them for being stupid about where where we live and how our government works, because you are also empowered with getting to vote on things issues, candidates, and you really should make the effort to know what, what's going on. Right. I think, um, do, do you do you watch like Fox TV News and CNN? And all not those? Fox. I'm not, I don't really. I, I do. Think, because, unless I want to watch a comedy. I'll tune well, you, could, you can look at it that way and, and I, don't, I don't disagree with you, but I, I find but myself yeah, trying like to watch all of those things because I think it's, you should, you should, when people yeah. decide that, no, oh, this is how I think, this is what's right, and I'm only going to do what Bill O'Reilly tells me to do or what Rush Limbaugh tells me to do, or I'm only going to do what Chris Matthews says to do right. or, or I think uh, that's Rachel smart. Maddow, then then you're not getting the full picture. Yeah, I think it's smart to have different... You uh, can weigh, you can say, no, mm-hmm. no, that doesn't make sense what he said. I, I kind of thought, but I listened to both arguments and here's my decision. Right. I, although I tend to watch that stuff a lot more as we're running up to an election as we are. Uh, tomorrow. Hey, um, I don't want to talk about the election anymore. Okay, I'm tired. Yeah. It makes my head hurt. Well, it makes and you know my what? The one thing I'm so tired of the, the one thing I'm glad though is to, is the day that, that this podcast. This is the last day we have to listen to any more political ads. No, that's not They're true. Done. That's not oh, it's true. Not? You got to hear this one. Here again is Franklin W. Dixon. Yep. Who is here to tell you why he wants to be deserves to be your next state representative? Right. Mr. Dixon. What? That's your cue. To what? To tell people why you want to be their next state representative. Oh, okay, 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 cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Again, Mr. Dixon, I would remind you that you are paying for this airtime. How much is it, anyway? Look, you're, you're wasting time. Well, it's better than wasting money, you know? Uh-huh. I bet the voters would want to make sure I was getting the most buck for my bang uh-huh. here. I mean, bang for my... Buck. B- yeah. Yeah, here is the contract from the radio station. That's pretty good. That's the price for all my commercials, sir? No, that's just for one. For one? Call the cops. I'm getting robbed. Eight for I'm getting stroked. Committee to elect. This was an ambush. Franklin W. This is an Dixon outrage. For state representative. I'll tell you that much. You know my heroes? Uh, you know who they were? They were Bob and Ray. They, they go back into the 1940s and 50s, and they captured the essence of what would be the greatest post-election press conference, the sore loser. Wally Ballou of our election coverage team has just predicted defeat for candidate Neil A. Sturbush in his race for county commissioner. (laughs) Now, what makes this more than uh, ordinarily interesting is the fact that Sturbush spent more of his own money in waging his campaign than any candidate on record has ever spent before. So now let's go to Sturbush headquarters for what undoubtedly will be a speech of concession. Will you all simmer down, please? We'll all be quiet. I guess you all heard what I did that Mr. Ballou is predicting my defeat. I guess I lost. Well, those things will happen. I'd like to say a few things. I know that after my opponent is in office a couple of months, that people are going to come to me and say, I wish now. I voted for you, Sir Bush. You're all right. He's a bum. Won't you please run again? You know what I'm going to say to them? Nuts. You had your chance to vote for me, and you didn't. Nuts. I'm never going to run again. I, uh, 
I spent a fortune in television and radio. All I got left is what I got here in my pocket. I'd, uh, I'd like to say one thing in conclusion. You're just not going to have Neil Sturboise to kick around anymore. <laughs> Okay, how about we not talk anymore about uh, uh, voting and elections, mm-hmm. but in a, in a tangential way, do so. Here's what I mean. Uh, actually, you found this, gave it to me. It, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, you, you got this out of Reader's Digest. Yes, I was reading it on the Now, way. a little while ago, you were mocking me over my use of the words marijuana cigarette. I wasn't really mocking and you. I was. here you are reading probably a magazine that uh, only octogenarians pick up regularly. <laughs> I, first, I wasn't mocking you. Well, I, th- like I a, thought you were. Like you a, did it repeatedly. Like a lot. <laughs> I was mocking you a little bit. So is Reader's Digest. But yes, Di- I read Reader's Digest. So what? Well, I'm just saying. It's good. My, my, my There's mom a lot and, of people. It's not an old person's da- my book. My mom and dad, uh, who were born in the uh, 1920s, uh, they read Reader's Digest. So, yeah, so, they're in good company. I don't think, I think there's a lot of people that read it. I think you're you're making assumptions about the demographic that aren't true. Well, I'll tell you this much about Reader's Digest, my own opinion. Uh, I've never found any of the jokes in Reader's Digest to be funny. You haven't? No. What's no. wrong with you? Life in these United States? You read all those? Yeah. Well, not. I, I honestly, I haven't read them in a long time. Uh, humor in uniform. Those are hilarious. The funniest jokes in the world are used to be in Boys Life magazine. And I don't want to get into the whole thing about the the U.S. Boy Scout scandal that's going on. Oh, right now, I know. Which is very sad. Yeah, uh, and something I kind of suspected for a long time. Anyway, well, but, yeah, you think? But this I was is no revelation. But I don't want to go. I don't even want to go there. I want. I was a Boy Scout, and so Boy Scouts, and they still publish this magazine that comes out every month called Boys Life. Okay, I've and, never read it because I'm a girl. Well, it was great because they not only had articles about Boy Scouts and how to tie knots and all that kind of crap, uh-huh. but they also had a section of comics in the middle. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the like there was a there was a kid named Pee Wee Harris that was a fictitious Boy Scout in his Merry Madcap adventures, and then on the very last page of Boy's Life, and this is the part I went to first, every time the magazine arrived. Yes, it was a it was a whole page called Grin and Barrett. I think that was it. Okay. I hope I hope I have that right. Maybe I don't. And but it, but it were it was all jokes, all submitted by other Boy Scouts. Now, they okay. were old jokes, yeah. but if you could get your joke published in there, you would get, I You'd think... You'd get money. You would get like 50 cents, something yeah. like that. It wasn't much money, but... Did you keep... Did you ever I tried anything? again and again and again. I never got one in Right. There. And what made me kind of bitter mm-hmm. after a while was I said, I saw these jokes in joke books. These I know. These are original jokes, and how come I can't... I know. Get mine in there. Yeah, you know, I know. I, this happened with Reader's Digest that I read a lot. <laughs> I've always submitted very original stories that have happened to me to Reader's Digest, thinking yeah. I'm going to get that hundred bucks someday. They're going to say that is a good one, and we're never, 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 never. I've never gotten a story published. I pulled out an. Uh, well, you you tell so many good stories on this podcast. I would think you could you could submit any number of personal nothing, stories. Nothing crickets. Nothing. Well, you know but what? But let me tell you. So okay. I'm reading a Reader's Digest. Um, uh, I don't even know what issue it was. But I'm reading this with, life with, with your reading glasses. Life in the United States, or something. And this woman says, "This, you know, it was Carol from from Toboken, wherever." Yeah, it's always okay? someplace else, right? So she signs it here. This this is a story that happened to my friend, and I know you've heard this story about somebody who she said I was taking a break from work one day, and I sat down on a park bench, and I was reading a book and eating a Kit Kat. And I took a piece of Kit Kat and ate it and had it next to me. And this guy sat down. And before I knew it, he reached over and took a piece of my Kit Kat and started eating it. And I was outraged. And I took another piece and ate it. And he took another piece and ate it and left. She got up and yelled at him or something about, you, you're eating my Kit Kat. Then to her horror, she gets back to her car and finds her Kit Kat sitting in the car. She, it wasn't hers to begin with. It was the guy's. Oh. Okay? Stupid, right? Yeah. 
That's a good, I've heard that. I've heard story. that story a million times. My friend no, Bill Rad. My friend too. Bill Radke used to tell that's that joke in stand up twenty years ago. So this woman submits it to Reader's Digest earlier this year and wins a hundred dollars for her original story. So I wrote them a letter. I was furious. Well, you. I wrote them right, a letter and I said, so. Uh, "Just so you know, this article in blah 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 is did not ever happen to anybody. It is a." It is an urban legend slash joke. It is no, the one with the Snickers really did happen. <laughs> uh, and there's a, v- a variety of them: the cookies, the Oreo cookies packet, or you, there's a variety of snacks that it is that turns out it, she left in her car. I thought where her. you were going with that thing is that when she got back to her car, she found her pet cat half eaten. Oh, geez. no, that's a whole different one. Okay. So I was furious. So I wrote them a letter and said, I can't believe I've sent you original stories for years and never. And then you publish one that's obviously been around forever and is not this Carol from from Toboken wherever. This isn't original. Her, this didn't happen to her friend. And you believed her. And they wrote back this email that said, we're terribly sorry, but you know, with all the stories we get, we can't check them all out. That was their excuse. We can't check them all out. Well, at least they wrote you back. Isn't so that something? Forget it. I'm not submitting anything ever. In fact, you know what? I'm not even reading that stupid magazine anymore. I'm mad all Which over one? again. Reader's Digest. Oh, I'm so, not reading it anymore. So I can consider a, a kind of yes. a victory here today. <laughs> yes, <you> can. <laughs> okay, one more thing I want to talk about, and uh, no, I like uh, Reader's Digest is great. You know why it's good? Because it it's something you can read. Any, anybody that reads in this country is I, I, what I, I like is I give the you a little, thumbs up. I give it. I like the little size of the magazine. You don't find magazine. TV Guide was the only other magazine that was that came in that size. But now TV Guide. Did you know that TV no. Guide's a big magazine now? TV Guide's irrelevant now. You don't I know need, it is. You don't need TV Guide. No, anymore. I know. Yeah, I know. But it used to be kind of fun. Um, there is a uh, th- anyway. Getting back to why we brought Reader's Digest up in the first place, uh, digest up. Uh, it says if you're seeing more facial fuzz around you these days, that's become that's because the coming month of November is morphing into Movember. Movember, it, like M in, or Movember. 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 I would think it would say it, anyway. It's an international movement that encourages men to grow mustaches throughout the month to raise funds and awareness. For prostate and testicular cancer. So there's just, uh, I haven't been noticing a lot of furry men around. No, but I'm going to start paying attention now. And they, they say, you know what, this, this appears to be working. The Movember nonprofit estimates that growing, uh, oh, it estimates mm-hmm. that growing one mustache is equivalent to 2,413 conversations about prostate cancer in men's health. Why? Because you you people go, hey, yeah. Hey, tell Pat, me about the mustache. Well, you, let me tell you why I'm growing. Uh, okay, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. I think that's what it is. And uh, they say last year the group raised $126.3 million. That's about $15 million of it coming from the United States. And then you can go to Movember, M-O-V-E-M-B-R.com if you want more information. And I think that's great. I have never had a mustache or a beard. I have tried. They always look like crap. Why? What happened? Do they just not grow in its body just, or something? I just get to the Gabby Hayes phase, and they look. <laughs> I look so scraggly that I just can't continue with it. You can't get that nice uh, uh, Ricardo Monteblanc. I can't get the most interesting Latin, man in the world you know? thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it, it made me think about this. Kind of ties into election day tomorrow because uh, I would submit to you, and I, this isn't that controversial, or probably that original, but I don't think there's any way anybody, any man, much less a woman, is going to get elected as president with a full beard. The last one was a guy named Benjamin Harrison. And uh, What about a mustache? Well, I don't think that either. Uh, there was a guy named Thomas Dewey, I believe, mm-hmm. who ran against uh, Harry Truman or FDR. Or maybe both, a couple of times. He had a pencil-thin sort of mustache. Well, that's not right either. I mean, if you're going to go with that, don't put on the the Dick Dastardly mustache. I mean, they used to be they used to be fashionable. Yeah. uh, At at least on presidents, Teddy Roosevelt had one. That's right. Yeah. William Howard Taft had he had a lot of ear and nose hair too, and he tipped the scales at about 300 pounds. But he had mutton chops, and by looking at the size of him, at least three times a week he had mutton chops. (laughs) But since then, for almost well, over a century, no president has had so much as a single sideburn. 
Yeah, but most men don't. Facial hair is not popular on most men. Well, I that's mean, what I'm saying. Yeah. So, and, and I think, mm-hmm. I, but I also think there's something to that fact that you look, you look like you're hi- trying to hide something. If as a candidate, if you have a beard, no, sir. I think that is a bunch to... of psych- psychological no. armchair psychology BS. That doesn't have anything to do with it. I think it would be detrimental. If you're wearing a mask, equal. if you wear a mask, then that's I think a mask, isn't it? I think you're trying to hide something. That's a kind of mask. No, it's... I mean we associate beards. Now they're Lincoln, of course, and, and then like that. But otherwise, don't you think of like pirates, guys with beards? And... <laughs> yo ho, yo ho. And in evil guys, and I mean, there's there's just something to the the whole facial hair thing. In, in, until the fourth century, men in Greece all wore beards, and then along Unless came they out. They didn't have raz- electric razors back then. Not as not as many of them. When they had the electric razors, they didn't have electricity. <laughs> right. But then Alexander the Great said to his shoulders, <laughs> "I want you guys to shave." So that the enemy guys won't be able to grab a hold of our beards in a battle, and he oh, well, also that makes sense. he also told soldiers with unusually hairy chests and backs to wear tighter fitting shirts, and then Berg's, uh, beards came into vogue back again in France, and then Louis the Thirteenth became king, and he said, "I'm not going to have a beard. I don't want anybody else to have one either," and so you had to get along to go along, and so the, or vice versa, and so they didn't have beards. Uh, so anyway, I, I'm just I'm just saying. Have you tried having a mustache without the beard, uh, or you just tried to do the whole thing at once? It also maybe will. that's the problem is you're expending so much energy. Maybe just try just try growing it in one area of your face and see if you can concentrate all the well, maybe all I the should. testosterone. And if I like the way that's going, then I then I could move it around a little bit. You know how fast your beard grows. <clears throat> Uh, it grows 0.35 millimeters a day. Wow. So it I take, believe that. It takes, I have to shave every day. It takes, Sometimes twice a day. It takes a while to get... Uh, you know you'll shave at least 20,000 times in your lifetime. A man will shave 20,000 times. And uh, the average... When did you start shaving, by the way? Late. Very late. I, I, did you I, already have a beard by the time you No, no. I, I, was, I was very uh, far behind my, uh, my, my brethren <laughs> in terms of my puberty. So I... I bet I wasn't shaving until high school, really? or maybe even college, first year of college. The average, uh, and if I did, I only did it once a week. The average American male starts shaving between uh, the ages of fourteen and sixteen, according to this website. Interesting. And um, well, here's the thing: I always thought is that why didn't Superman <laughs> grow a beard instead of wear glasses? Because with superpowers, he could grow a beard really fast. So he would be. He could decide whether uh, am I going to be Superman with a beard or will Clark Kent be you the guy with the beard? You can't yeah, but then you just you just he's ruining his aerodynamics by growing a beard. You don't want to grow a beard if you're flying around. Okay, then let's say the beard. There's drag. You're there, cre- well, well you're, uh, you're saying that assuming that it's possible for a man to just fly anyway, just jump. You're up the in the one air who fly. brought this up with Superman, so I, I thought we were just going to go okay, with that. Okay, so let's say Clark Kent has the beard. All okay, right. now because I even as a kid I was smart enough to know. Come on, a pair of glasses. Who is that fool? Why can't Lois Lane see? That's the same guy. He just got a pair of glasses on. But as a, if he had a beard, he would look, I think, dramatically different. Right. That it would be more plausible. Of course, I thought it was plausible for a guy to come from another planet with superpowers, but not that a solitary pair of glasses would fool everyone around him. Even Groucho-style funny nose glasses wouldn't do the job. Right. So I thought if a guy like Superman really wanted to protect his secret identity, a beard would be the way to go it'd be easy for him like i said he could simply speed up his testosterone and sprout a beard within milliseconds and then just just shave it off yeah or, or then he could switch back he could shave at super speed yeah so well, if, it if makes superman sense. was a real person i think he'd make a great president too bearded or not but i doubt he could be elected for a couple of reasons why well, first, he was born on another planet, making him constitutionally ineligible. Well, if he's Superman, can't he just, like, no. like cloud everybody and make no, them not believe he, that? Super, now, Superman, I know, would never do that. Okay. But there's a second problem with him, and that's the tights. <laughs> Here again is Franklin W. Dixon. Yes. Who this time mm-hmm. better be ready to tell you why he wants to be your next state representative. Right. Are you, in fact, actually ready uh-huh. to do that this time, yeah. Mr. Dixon? Yeah, yeah, I am. Uh-huh. Good. Yeah. 
I mean, what would be the point of advertising my campaign if I didn't tell people why I want to be state representative? That's precisely right, Mr. Dixon. <laughs> that's right, that's right, yeah. Yep. Mr. Dixon. I know you're going to tell me I need to get right to it because this is only, what? A... It's a 60-second commercial. I thought it was a minute. It is, and oh. you've already squandered 43 seconds of so it. So subtracting 43 from 60. Mr. Dixon, be... can you at least yeah. do something? Okay. Can you Yeah. Can you tell voters sure. what your campaign slogan is? Yes, I can. Okay, so what is it? Vote for Franklin W. Dixon because he gets it. Paid for Franklin W. Dixon for representative committee. I think we got our money's worth on that commercial. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. You'll win in the landslide now. Cool. This is Peculiar Podcast Fact Checker. What's going on? Grin and Barrett is a syndicated daily comic panel not published in Boy's Life, uh, but indeed currently published by Fred Wagner and written by Ralph Dunnigan. I think you're wrong. The joke section in Boy's Life is called Think and Grin, oh, yeah? where a joke can earn the sender $2 or $10 for Pedro's pick. Okay, so you're saying that that I'm full of crap. Peculiar podcast fact checker finds that Pat Cashman okay. is full of crap. Thank you. The following is a fake political announcement. Hi, I'm Mike McManaman. He's Mike McManaman. And I'm running for Senate. He's running for Senate. I care for the people of this state. He cares for the people Shut of... Shut up, would you? Okay. I'm not kidding around here. All right. If a special interest group said to me, Hey, Mike. We want you to vote against the people in your state. You know what I'd do? I'd hit those special interests right in the gut. That's what I'd do. And then I'd karate chop them right across the bridge of their nose. Then I'd hit the special interest groups over the head with a great big shovel. No, wait a minute. A pickaxe. Yeah, that's what I'd do. And then I'd start kicking the special interest groups over and over and over and over. And then I'd tie them up and I'd toss them in a pit full of snakes and alligators and grizzlies. That's what I'd do. Vote Mike McMenamin for the U.S. Senate, because you don't want to make him mad. He's a little bit nuts, and that... What's that supposed to mean? Nothing. You working for the other side? No, I'm just... What's going on? The... My, I'm Mike McMenamin. I didn't approve that ad. Okay. All right, now you read it the way... All right. You read it the way it's supposed to be written. Okay. All right, okay, okay. do it. <clears throat> do it in the right. Vote Mike McMenamin. 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 Yeah. For the U.S. Senate. 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 He puts 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 the people of our, of our straight state of our state state fist first first. Okay, get out of here. You're the okay. worst. Okay, you're worst. All right, announcer. I'm gone. Go All on, right. beat it. I get another announcer. Jerk. Sure. What? What'd you call me? You call me something. You call me something. I didn't say anything. Ow! Ow! I'm sorry. Vote Mike McMenamin for the U.S. Senate. He's a fighter. Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.